0: It's Andrea, your podcast friend, and welcome back to Love Andrea, a podcast all about how to navigate love and life in New York City and other random fun topics I like to chat about as well. (laughs) So, welcome back, and if this is your first time tuning in, hello, thanks for joining. I really, really appreciate it. Today, I have a really fun podcast for you. We are going to be talking about marriage and what you might have not expected in marriage. And I'm not married, by the way, (laughs) but I do know two amazing people who are married to each other. Um, I love them so much, and that is Myra and Greg. They are my New York City power couple, and yeah, they're amazing people. So if this is your first time tuning in, um, I am from California, and I moved to New York City about five-ish years ago, and I currently live with my boyfriend here in New York City, but upon moving, I met... Myra and Greg and they were engaged around the time I met them, but they are amazing and yeah, I love them so much. They're just they're just two amazing people. They have always been very honest and open with me and I really appreciate that. I would come to them for just like random advice about life and Um, even though they didn't have all the answers all the time, they would just share their perspective and what they thought and individually and together, they're just amazing. They're my New York city power couple. (laughs) And I am actually really honored to say that I was part of their wedding and I'm so blessed that I was able to be part of their big day and I was actually Myra's maid of honor. So to even have that important role, I am just so completely honored and I love them so much. So I'm excited for you all to hear their love story. Um, They're really funny and yeah, like I said, very open. Um, They may agree on things and they may disagree on things, but they still tackle uh, the topic with such respect and love for one another and yeah. So before we jump right into the conversation, I wanted to give Greg a shout out because he does have his own YouTube gaming channel with his siblings. So if that's the type of content you enjoy watching, um, gaming type of content, <laughs> you can find them on Instagram at 3PackGaming. And I'm actually going to have their Instagram channel and their YouTube link um, in my description. So it's super easy to find. Just look into my description um, while you're listening to this and you can see all their links. Click on it. And it will direct you to their um, channels. So, <laughs> all right, so now we're gonna jump right into the conversation that I had with Myra and Greg through Zoom. Um, the original recording that I had with them, the introduction part wasn't the greatest audio quality, so. Yeah, you're not going to really hear a proper introduction, and I apologize for that, (laughs) but um, what you're going to hear next is Myra and Greg, and yeah, sorry again, (laughs) Um, need to do better at that, but (laughs) yeah, so you're going to hear them um, right now, so enjoy. Myra, Greg, whoever wants to start, tell me about yourselves, like individually, like what are you doing right now? Um, Yeah, what do you do for your work, your job?
1: So I... I'm Myra. Hi. <laughs> um, I am a preschool teacher, so I'm currently still working from home, navigating all of the reopening talks and all of that, which is not fun, but mm-hmm. life, you know? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, so I work in the financial industry. Am um, I going to say what? Specific sector or who it's for, because you never know who's listening, right? Right. Um, you no, know, but um, yeah, um, I work in the um, the uh, essentially the retail banking is what they what they would classify it as, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun. I mean, I was thrown into a leadership position, and then COVID came around and oh, wow. kind of threw everything out of whack. So um, mm-hmm. it's fun working with people during this time because.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your guys' love story because it's a unique one and it's a cute one. You guys are high school sweethearts, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell me how long you guys been together, um, like as a couple and as like a married couple. Yeah, just tell me about your love story.
2: Uh so <laughs> 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 so I'm going to come out right out the gate saying it. I literally slid into Myra's DM. No, sorry. It, it's the other way around. She slid into my DMs. Oh,
0: yeah. Take charge. Take charge.
2: The way that it started. Um, okay, so let me just say. Um, she posted this Facebook picture. On mm-hmm. Facebook. First of all, I had no idea how this... I, how I had this girl as my friend on Facebook, because we never talked during freshman year Okay, let's
1: preface it by saying we went to high school. So it's not like I'm a random stranger that he had
2: on I mean, te- technically speaking, I literally did not recognize you at all. I was just like, ah, some person on the internet, I mean, what could go wrong, right? So I mm-hmm. saw um, she posted a picture, and I'll remember the caption, um, bangs, what do you guys think, question mark? And she literally had bangs. So I was like the first one to comment, this and I was so like, cute. smiley face, and we kind of broke out into a conversation in the comment section, and mm-hmm. then, lo and behold, Myra slid into my DM. Um, Wait, and, was this
0: MySpace days?
2: No, Facebook. Oh, okay. Like, the beginning of Facebook, I think. Facebook, Okay.
1: Yeah, back when, like, it was cool to have, like, over 300 comments on your picture, and I was right. like, just, you know,
0: messing. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or, you know,
2: when, like, the whole poking situation was like, <laughs> oh,
0: <a mess>. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> when that <Yeah>. happened.
2: <laughs> right. Um, and, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, a few things happened, um, and then I think.
1: The- I mean, okay, so we were talking as friends when that was going on mm-hmm. Greg made it clear he wanted to be more than friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very clear
1: <laughs> and, and so essentially like this was over the summer between like freshman and sophomore year so mm-hmm. we were talking and then basically the conclusion we kind of came to was like oh we'll see each other when school starts right mm-hmm. but within like the first week that school started like Greg asked me out and then <laughs>
2: <laughs> Check this out. But yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. So that was back in two thousand nine. It's two thousand twenty wow. now. So we've been together for almost eleven years. That's a, it's coming around the corner actually. Oh my um
0: gosh.
2: It's been fun. It's been very fun actually.
0: And tell us how did you propose?
2: <laughs> oh boy. This, this is fun. Um so I had planned already. Okay, first of all. Let me just say this. This is like <laughs> to all the people who are listening who are thinking of getting married mm-hmm. and you know for the woman who wants to kind of guide their hus- their future husband in getting a ring. Mm-hmm. Please don't guide them in getting a ring because I, <laughs> when I tell you that for an entire year I I had nightmares of oh, finding no the perfect ring for this girl. <laughs> but anyways I got close. I didn't get her the right ring. I got her like something relatively close. She didn't even realize that it wasn't the right thing until I told her, um, but <laughs> I got the ring and I was super ex- excited. I had called my best friend, um, her very close friend, uh, and not Andrea, because we didn't <laughs> know her in that time of course.
0: I didn't know them, nope.
2: <laughs> um, it was Raina, and we had t- set something up. Um, we I picked her up after work at um, in Soho and then we went to the piers by soho right it was
1: yeah like the hudson piers like by kind of like a little bit before like world trade center and that kind of area but not really chelsea piers
2: right um and you know i it was supposed to be like oh yeah let's go out to eat with my best friend and his girlfriend you know do a little double date and then Mm -hmm. we ended up in the piers um and of course myra would never let this down like (laughs) <laughs> Ever. But I proposed to her, but not in the traditional way of proposing, where I get in one knee and propose. Mm-hmm. I was sitting down and I pulled out the ring because, of course, I was super nervous. And like, you know, like, just just I was like, I need to get this over with because I'm too nervous. And I just <laughs> pulled out the ring while we were sitting in the- on the grass. And I said, will you marry me? And, and yeah, that's 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 how that happened.
0: Oh, that's still so romantic.
1: Very romantic. Just wish he would have gotten down on one
0: knee. <laughs> Greg, gotta do it over.
2: Gentlemen, let's break out of this social. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the term? Uh, uh,
0: social, but, like yeah, like, norm.
2: Like this, this need for men to get down on one knee. Do it in different ways. Sit down, okay. <laughs> like lay down in bed and propose. Oh no! Not propose, you know, on one knee. Let's let's break the cycle of this, you know. <laughs> What's wrong with getting
0: down on a knee? What is wrong with that? (laughs) Nothing should be wrong with getting down on a knee.
2: Nothing should be wrong with proposing in an Indian style on the grass. Oh my
0: gosh.
1: (laughs) It was was still romantic and it was still beautiful and I couldn't stop crying and then like 10 minutes later I was like, why can't I stop crying? (laughs) Oh,
0: so (laughs) cute. I am like, yeah, that's like already
2: so maybe we should probably tell them the time frame so we started dating in 2007 um and we i proposed to her in 2016 so about what is that seven years after we started dating Mm -hmm. um and then we were engaged for about two years
1: well two and a
2: half yeah about two and a half Mm -hmm. Um, and of course during that time frame we were planning the wedding and then we Mm -hmm. got married excuse me um january of 2019.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember. It was an amazing wedding. It was beautiful.
2: And of course, thank you, Aunt Andrea, for being our maid of honor, of course.
0: Yes, yes. I was the maid of honor. Um, you know, I think I did an amazing job.
2: Fantastic, amazing job. actually. Yeah. Like I would rehire you excuse me. It wasn't a hire rehire I
0: would- me. I did not get paid for this.
2: Was uh, it a casting? It's not a casting, right? I, was, <laughs> I would choose you again, Andrea. I would do the same.
0: I get. I, thank you. I get where you're coming from. The heart's in the right place. I
1: don't know if you should be flattered or...
0: <laughs> More offended. Where's my money? I'm just kidding. Okay, well, honestly, such a cute love story. One of my favorites. <laughs> okay, so now that everyone knows your love story I am gonna do a fun little game before we get into the main topic of what you didn't expect in marriage I'm gonna do like a true or false and this is me just making this up like I just came up with this on my own there's no right or wrong answer just be fun for you both to answer and see if it's like if you guys both agree if it's true both agree if it's false just thought it'd be fun so are you ready
1: ready okay
0: you- <laughs> marriage means no more fights and problems oh god no <laughs> is that true or false definitely false
2: i don't right. need to do that one that's definitely false
0: <laughs> okay do you believe this quote or i guess is this true or false never go to bed angry
1: True, but I think certain times it definitely requires more effort on an individual's part than, like, to, to, you know, Mm -hmm. set aside the argument and just kind of end on a peaceful note, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. I agree. Um, Yeah, it doesn't feel good waking up annoyed or mad at the person. Like, Mm -hmm. even if, like, you feel you're right, um, what I like to do is still give her a kiss, good morning, or goodbye while I'm leaving to work and she's sleeping or, you know, mm. um, because you don't always want to be mad because you never know what's going to happen. Like while you're going to work or while you're right. at work, you know, things mm. happen. So.
0: Right. Okay. True or false. One person does all the cooking and the other person does all the cleaning.
2: <laughs> false.
0: I think. <laughs> Greg, oh my
1: gosh. I think that's something like we kind of started when we first got married, and then realized like sometimes it's unrealistic, you know. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you are gonna do the cooking and the cleaning. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. both gonna be tired as hell and just order it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like I don't know.
0: Yeah. I yeah.
2: I think I think because of you know today's climate like. With COVID, I, and and I acknowledge that it's been more of a uh, a one way street when it comes to that. Um, mm. For example, like you know, since I'm always out working, you know, Myra, when I come home, sometimes she cooks. Sometimes, you know, most of the time she cooks. I'm gonna be very honest with you. Like ninety percent of the time she cooks, mm-hmm. um, and of course I'll do the cleaning. And it's been that way for some time because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were, you know, when the world was still normal it would, we would switch off and we would actually trade the times that we would cook or or clean. Um, It wouldn't always be as one-sided as it is now. Mm -hmm. All
0: right. Last true or false. You get asked this question a lot. When will you be having kids?
1: Oh my God. All the time. (laughs) All the time from like everywhere, like both of our families, like, you know, even friends, Mm -hmm. like
0: co-workers
2: everywhere even I asked the question sorry yeah
0: even for my own husband (laughs) (laughs) a lot of like things like things I see online that people kind of open up about it and get mad that they get asked that question a lot some couples really don't care they don't mind but others are just like stop asking us like what do you what is your perspective on that do you not does it not bother you or does it bother you I mean I
1: think I kind of go back and forth, like sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't, they mm-hmm. I know most of the time, like it's not coming from a bad place, you know, they're right. just curious, but, and again, this is our perspective right now that we haven't started trying for kids, so maybe mm-hmm. when we do start trying, it'll be a little bit different, mm-hmm. but I don't know, in my in my point of view, like, especially when it comes from like older family members, it's like, <laughs> why do you keep asking? Are you going to take care of our kids? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like right. we haven't started trying or if we have, like, it's none of your business. Um, right. You don't know what like struggles might come with that. Um, and it's just like, we're we've just been married for a little bit under two years. Like, we're just not there
0: yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Greg? Same.
2: No, I don't share the same sentiments. <laughs> you have to acknowledge it. I mean, I'm—I like right out the gate was like I want to have kids, mm-hmm. um, and and I'm very vocal with it, um, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that I'm just dying to have kids. Um, right. <clears throat> even my coworkers—they're like, "Oh, you want to have kids? A guy asking for kids, and and the mm-hmm. woman isn't on the same. Like, you know, like yeah. that's just me." By nature, I want to have kids. Um, right. And I, you know... It, and not to it, say it, it that is, I don't want to have kids. Right, right.
1: But I just think... like, and, and we knew... We had this conversation before we got married. So, it's for me, it's a little bit more about... You know, and this can be a whole podcast topic on its own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for me, it's more about, like, you know, just having some time for us to just be a married couple. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, embracing that and really kind of building the foundation for a family. Because once kids are there, they're there forever, you know? Like but it's you know, it's it's just for me, I wanna feel mentally and emotionally ready and I feel like I'm progressing towards that, but not just yet.
0: Right. I totally understand.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I, I i kind of disagree <laughs> oh no I, I, and, and I and it's a situation where i always tell her like you know it's your body we'll do it when you want to of course because i really have no say over that right um, but i don't i don't agree entirely with people saying like oh once you have kids you can't live your life because i feel like if you fall into that mindset then you really won't live your life like you can definitely have fun with your kids you can go explore with your kids it's going to be a different type of exploration and a different type of fun Mm -hmm. it can be done you can still progress your relationship in your marriage with your kids um and if anything it'll it'll you know change your perspective a little bit about it but you know i i don't entirely agree with that and i also don't entirely agree with you know like people thinking like oh i have to be mentally ready or financially ready but you know
1: well, I think mentally ready for sure. I don't think you can ever be financially ready. You can be like rich mm-hmm. as Jeff Bezos and still, you know, <laughs> still with all of those childcare expenses, especially in New York. Like, mm-hmm. we have to acknowledge the fact that this is one of the most expensive cities to live in. So, childcare is not
2: cheap. <laughs> yeah, but, but for us, it'll be different.
0: Just oh God! <laughs> I feel like this is an open therapy session. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that's all my true or false um, little statements that I created. Now we're gonna talk about the juicy stuff about what you didn't expect when in marriage. Like after you got married, you're like, "What the heck? I did not expect this. Good or bad, which whatever um, you guys have." And I know I told you guys in advance, like think of some things because I'm not married. (laughs) So I don't really know. I mean, although I am living with someone, I guess I do understand um, just that kind of transition of not living with someone and living with someone. So I kind of get that. But I don't know, it might be just a little bit different once you get married. So whoever wants to go first, go for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So one of the biggest things um, that I kind of expected, um, for us once we got married and well, yeah, once, once we got married, Mm -hmm. um, was that because we were living together, you know, we would be spending all of this quality time together and we would get sick of each other and you know, that would be a whole thing. But the reality is life gets in the way, guys. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I feel like it's so easy to kind of get stuck in the cycle of like going to work, obviously pre-COVID, coming home, having dinner, going to sleep, and then just repeating it over again until the weekend. And I think something that we talked about is you can be in the same room together but not really be spending quality time. So I think that's something that definitely wasn't my expectation. I thought, you know, we're going to be living together. We're going to spend all of this time together. But it's so easy to get lost in like the everyday stuff, you know? Like you really have to make an effort to have that quality time together. Mm -hmm. Set aside that time to just, you know, have like a movie night or a date night, even if it's at home now with COVID. Right. (laughs) But yeah that's definitely something I didn't expect.
0: How is it now that it is during COVID era like do you feel like now you do have more of that quality time or it's kind of the same thing you're still trying to figure out the boundaries of it all?
2: I think I think honestly prior to COVID it was much easier because for example um we can be coming out of work and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to pick you up or, um, or let's go out, let's do something. Um, as opposed to COVID, um, you know, Myra is, is typically stuck at home and I'm out all day and, and, and my days aren't easy. They're pretty stressful. So when I come home, I don't want to do anything, honestly. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's not that I don't want to spend time with her. Cause I, I definitely do try to spend time with her. Like even if it's just watching YouTube videos that she likes to watch or, or her shows, or even just talking about you know random things. It's more difficult because I don't have the energy, um, and our energy levels, our levels aren't on the same plane. If that makes sense, like when we get out of work, we both kind of have the same like energy, the same emotional, mental like status. Whereas mm-hmm. when I come home, I'm at a much lower level than what she is because she's home and she's you know she's working from home. And it's, I don't like saying this, I don't, but (laughs) but I'm going to be honest. And this is how I feel like it's easier for someone who's home to not be under so much stress during these times than it is for somebody who's out on the streets, risking their lives for, you know, for, for people and for a job that, let's just say, doesn't really compensate you in the way that you should during these times. Um, Mm-hmm. It, it it is draining and it's and it's much more difficult than before, mm-hmm. um, but what I'll say is when we were closing earlier um it was a little easier. It was you know I can come home, dedicate some time to her, and then dedicate time to myself, whereas now it's just i either or I can't do both mm-hmm. um and I think during during that time frame that I took time off, it was also easier. I took about two weeks off. And, I, you know, we spent a lot of time together, actually. And it wasn't even, like, like it, I, I'm not going to say it's her definition of quality, quality time, because that's another thing. I feel like quality time is, is on perspective. Like, what she considers quality time, I might not, well, not, not that I don't consider it, but I might consider it a different way. Um, and most of the time, we were, like, sitting on the couch together watching TV, and I would be, like, playing my PlayStation Vita or something. <laughs> and she would be watching her show and I would be kind of like tuning in and out yeah. um, but she doesn't consider that quality time so
1: <laughs> it's not that I don't okay so for me quality time is like you know we are interacting with each other like if we're both sitting on the couch I'm watching TV you're on your computer you're on the, you know playing your games or doing your own thing like we're not really interacting like there's no back and forth there so for me that's not quality time like for me I would much more prefer, you know, like if I'm cooking dinner, like come to the kitchen and have a conversation with me. Like it doesn't have to be like this full, extravagant, blown out thing. Like it's just,
0: (laughs) oh God. Greg's face isn't too happy for those, yeah, because you guys can't see it, but.
2: (laughs) Let me just say this, okay? I have learned from being with my wife for 11 years prior to getting married um, that she doesn't like it when people are in the kitchen and she's cooking because people get in her way. So I try to stay away from the kitchen.
1: Okay, well, this is also before we got married and had the kitchen that we have now. Like, our kitchen, I mean, it's not huge, but it's definitely, like, it allows for – space
0: to for you to sit like you know in the windows still or like so something greg didn't expect then was he was not allowed in the kitchen
2: (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i definitely expected that one i I didn't expect it to be reversed where i was now allowed into the kitchen because we got married you know
0: (laughs) okay what's another point you guys have
2: um i would say kind of in the same vein um I mean, I kind of already covered it, like the differences in terms of what we consider quality time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for example, you know, like quality time for me would be us sitting on the couch and me kind of like just mindlessly playing a specific video game on my laptop and her watching her show. And I would kind of just watch the show with her while I'm playing my game and then be like, oh, oh, whatever about the show and then talking to her about it for like a burst of time. and then, and then, that being it, um like like was, it was said earlier, quality time for her means more than just sitting next to each other, whereas for me, it's just like we can sit next to each other and that's fine, or we can you know like I can fall asleep and she cuddles up against me, and I think that would be quality time, but um again it's it's different. yeah Basically.
0: you're very similar to my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's quality time.
2: <laughs>
1: and I think it's also so easy to, you know, like before we were married to think like, oh, like quality time, no big deal. We go out, like, you know, we spend time outside together, we go on dates. And I think something we you know that we learned from being married and living together is like, what does quality time at home look like? You know? Mm-hmm. It's to go on a date night or go out for drinks or you know do all of that. but like at home, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. The one thing that I didn't expect um, okay, let me rephrase it. One thing that I expected was to learn a lot more about Gri, right? Like you expect to sorry if you hear a dog in the background,
0: <laughs> it's okay.
1: You expect to learn a lot more about them. You know, you're living with them. You're going through this like transitional phase in your life. Mm-hmm. You, you expect that. But one thing that I didn't expect was to learn more about myself through mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, Greg would pick out things and not like in a negative way, but things that like my little habits or quirks or things about myself that I never realized because he had that outside perspective. Versus me, mm. just going, you know, this is just me, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so those those are things. I mean, yeah,
2: right. I think that's important too. Um, like in terms of, and and I do this at work as well. I like to receive feedback from people and listening to what I can improve on. Because of course, nobody's perfect. But um, I think for every relationship to prosper, like. You kind of have to have that outside perspective of like um, like what people are, like what your spouse or partner sees that you aren't seeing, like a specific behavior that kind of stands out to them. Um, and it's not like they have to do like a whole psychological evi- evaluation and tell you <laughs> you're like this because your mom did this or whatever, like, you know, like,
1: <laughs> okay, so I'll, co- I'll go ahead and share something that I like, I feel like I learned about myself, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I did mm-hmm. was that Kind of have like hidden expectations.
0: Mm, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: And I feel like that's something people kind of have to like reflect back on. Like for example, if like the trash is full and I leave it by the door, like I would expect whoever goes out of the door next, like, you know, whoever leaves first thing in the morning to mm. take it out. And sometimes Greg would leave it there. Mm. But I realized that I never asked him to take it out. You know, like I just put it there with the expectation of whoever leaves the house first, which is usually Greg Mm -hmm. will put it in the trash. So another thing that I didn't expect was for us to kind of become like our own unit um, without really realizing, Mm -hmm. you know, like especially when we, when we go visit our families, like we realize that how we lived with our families is so different than how we live together. Mm -hmm. Um, And that realization didn't really come through until we do that. Like, we realized that we kind of each took certain qualities about, you know, our own backgrounds, like our family, and kind of put it together and created like our own little, like, family unit. Mm-hmm. And it, like, that's something that you expect, but you don't realize it when it happens, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It happens mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know if that made sense. It
2: makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not saying much because I, it's, not that I, it's not that I didn't have any expectations coming into this marriage. I kind of knew what I was getting into. Um, but I guess the one thing that I'll say that has become rather increasingly difficult, especially due to the situation, is, is, at least for me, like finding time for myself. And this doesn't mean that I need to have so much time you know, away from her wife. But mm-hmm. in terms of, like, trying to, you know, it's always good to have some time to yourself and, and, and do what you need to do to help yourself become, I guess, zen. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. equalize yourself and, like, throw away some stress, do something that'll kind of take your mind away from things. Um, it, it has become, especially during this time, difficult because um, since she's home all day, you know, I have to give her a lot of my time because she's by herself essentially. And, you know, when I come home, there isn't really time for me to be like, okay, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to come home and spend time with her um, and then rather cook or clean and, you know, do whatever else needs to happen in the house. Um, right. And, and it, the time is something that I didn't think I would have so much trouble to trouble adjusting to because I always had that time for myself when I got home. Like it was easy to be home, you know, when I lived with my parents and just being like, okay, well, she's texting me, but I'm still playing my PlayStation. Like, then hold a conversation through text message and play at the same time and do what I wanted to do and, you know, spend some time with my family, which is another thing actually. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm I'm a very family-oriented person, especially with my immediate family. That when I got married, um, leaving that immediate family circle um, and not spending as much time with my family as I used to and I was accustomed to, it, it was hard to get out of. Um, it still kind of is hard uh, because we, we live rather far from mm-hmm. each other and um, it, it is difficult setting up time to go visit each other and then come back home because rather if we take the train, then we have to spend like two hours on the train or we find, we, you know, if I take the car, then I have to find two hours finding parking because, you know, Washington Heights, Jesus, Right. Into that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's. I guess those are my two ones um, mm-hmm. that, I, mm-hmm. that I remember. But,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh,
0: you uh, have one more to end us off.
1: I think, I think something that I expected was for us to, like, at least in your first year of marriage, to kind of like struggle to handle your finances together. Mm. Um, because before that, like, yes, we were, you know, saving up for a wedding, so we had, like, our joint savings account and all of that, but I thought it would be a little bit of a struggle to mix our finances together, um, and it's a, we did a lot of, like, you know, discussions and all of that beforehand. So that's definitely something I would highly recommend. Like definitely talk about your finances and your expectations before you get married. Because the reality was that it was actually really, really easy for us. Like super easy. Like we pretty much came to an agreement that like, you know, this percentage of our salaries, like both of us, even though we make different amounts of money you know, this amount of percentage is going to go into our joint account. And then we're going to have this amount of percentage to ourselves and do whatever we want with that kind of money. And like that, Mm -hmm. yeah, just making sure you have the same priorities, not just in terms of money, but like in terms of like, what are your life goals? Like where do you guys see yourselves years from now? Not just like right now, which I think is very, it's a very big different mindset than, being engaged or just being in a relationship mm-hmm. versus being married. Like, what exactly do you guys see for your future and envision in your future? You know, maybe yeah. that might mean a house. Maybe that might mean you know, like moving somewhere else, living somewhere else, um, and taking your partner into account when you guys are making that decision together. Because a lot of the times, that's not going to look the same for both of you. And just being respectful and having
0: you know, compromise, meeting somewhere in the middle, um, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're honestly, this is amazing <laughs> advice. I know you guys are both just like, "What the heck? Are what are like? Do I make sense?" But you are making sense, and I'm gonna take this advice for whenever I get married. <laughs> <laughs> And I hope everyone that's listening is learning too, learning a lot. Thank you guys again. I appreciate it. So my little cheesy sign off is like, love, Andrea. So you guys can say love, Myra and Greg. All right. Okay. So thanks for listening. Love, Andrea.
2: Love, Myra. And Greg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks guys. Oh,
1: You're so awkward. <laughs>